it starts off nice. You know, they're just kind of like, hey, like, what was the best part of your day? And they're having like a nice combo. They both dressed up. They look nice. And his roommates <laughs> show up, which, oh, my God, made me so mad. They show up and she quickly realizes that well, this isn't a date. This was apparently just a dinner that you invited me to. And I have been the roommate's like the friends of the one of the date people unbeknownst to me I didn't realize that it was a date either oh no awkward <laughs> hey everybody welcome to another episode of atlas now streaming my name is Jamie and I'm Allison Hope you guys are enjoying your weekend so far. Today, we wanted to talk about a brand new show that's on Hulu. It was just uh, released actually last weekend, last Friday. So this has only been up for about a week. Uh, It is a show called Shrill. It stars A.D. Bryant, who, uh, if you watch SNL, she is on there. She's hilarious. I love her. And that was a big selling point for me to watch this. And it's only six episodes. So mm-hmm. that's pretty uh, pretty easy to get through. I mean, each episode, I think like the longest one's 30 minutes. So you can definitely binge this in one sitting. We decided to watch this. It was actually Allison's idea to watch this. Yeah, I uh, saw happened to see it on Hulu. A.D. Bryant caught my eye, of course. I absolutely love her. And um, I just thought that I watched the trailer and I was like, gosh, this seems really interesting. It's like Jamie said, six episodes. They're pretty short. And um, Elizabeth Banks and Lauren Michaels, who Lauren Michaels is the producer of SNL, are also executive producers on this show, along with a couple other uh, names in the entertainment business. So it came out on March 15th mm-hmm. and definitely can zoom through it in in one day and the uh, premise of the show is um, AD plays Annie the main character Mm -hmm. and she is a want-to-be journalist in Oregon I believe that's where they're at and um, she kind of has this job as the assistant calendar writer like a teeny tiny little role where she basically just publishes the activities calendar in the newspaper and Um, It's just a couple of different events happen to her, and it's kind of her journey in my perspective. It's her journey in learning to accept her body and take back kind of the the term fat. Yeah. A lot of people call her fat, and we'll we'll talk more about some of the things that happened in the episodes, but her kind of journey into, you know, going from this beaten down girl to becoming empowered not only in her career but also body image relationships and friendships and uh relationship with her parents Mm -hmm. absolutely i just want to put a little bit of a content warning before we get started Um, if you haven't seen this show yet first obviously spoilers but um if you haven't seen this yet gosh i don't really know what word to use but there's definitely some um kind of heavy topics in this um I'll just say it right out. There is an abortion in the very first episode. Um, The language is a little rough. Um, Definitely a lot of F-bombs, even the C-word a few times. Um, I personally do not mind those things, but I just want to warn you all if that's uh, something you're uncomfortable with, that 
it's definitely something to look out for. But um, yeah, because there's only six episodes, we can really go over these pretty quickly. Another reason why we wanted to do this show is because we've been pretty heavy lately. (laughs) We've had a lot of really sad or like dramatic, action-y, just not very funny or fun uh, shows and movies lately. So we wanted to do something that was fun. And I loved this show. It is so funny. Mm-hmm. And it's very empowering, too. Like, there are a couple moments, again, we'll get into it, um, in a few of the episodes that, like, made me emotional. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. And what I like about this is it's funny, but it's also very mature. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously there's some content and some language, but it's super relatable, I would say, especially to millennial Mm -hmm. women and maybe even women who are older than what you would consider millennials, but can relate to a lot of the themes that are uh, brought up in these episodes. Yeah. So um, we'll get into the first episode which um, is kind of an introduction to Annie. You learn that she works at this paper called The Wild Thorn. Is that what it's called? I think it's Weekly Thorn. She works at this paper called The Weekly (laughs) Thorn. I'm thinking The Wild Thornberries. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Um, And she's the assistant calendar publisher. And she's also, they, they show a scene of her in bed with this guy. Ugh, Ryan. Ryan. We, Ryan is horrible. We hate Ryan. We don't like him at all. <laughs> He's just terrible. Um, it's amazing the progression of Annie's character from the very first episode. She's so quiet. She's so timid. She has this boss named Gabe, who is, um, I would say, just like a middle-aged gay man who's like running this whole paper. And uh, he, you know, appears as though you know, hey, you know, this is like a hip play. It's a very, you know, it's, there's a lot of hipster elements in this. I mean, it's Portland. So mm-hmm. of course it's going to be a little hip. But, um, you know, he, you know, provides this really cool space for all these writers. And But he is very um, domineering and he's kind of an asshole, if I'm being frank. Um, Annie approaches him with uh, some ideas in the very first episode of, you know, she really wants to be a writer. She doesn't want to just be the calendar editor anymore. And he shuts her down almost immediately. Basically, like, not just, like, her age, but, you know, she needs to pay uh, pay her dues um, and just, you know, basically work a crappy job until she earns, you know, her her right to be a legitimate journalist. So... I don't really like Gabe either, but um, we learn more about him as we go on. Yeah. So, like Jamie mentioned, she's very timid. There's a scene where she's in bed with this guy, Ryan, and I love that she says, maybe you could get another pillow so <laughs> I could stay here. The scene is he's in this gross bedroom, like a mattress with just a fitted sheet and like one pillow and he tells her, you know, even though we've been seeing each other for six months, I don't want to introduce you to my roommates, talk about my love life, so can you go out the back? So he basically takes her back the back stairwell, and she has to climb over the fence to leave his house. It's so embarrassing. And, like, let's be honest, like, we have all been with Orion before. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really respect us, that doesn't really want to be with us. But, and, like, this was so relatable for me because when I was younger, you know, I – 
she makes all these excuses for Ryan and like why he treats her the way that she does and why, you know, like they've, they've, they've never gone on a date. They're just sleeping together and they've been sleeping together for like six months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I find that so relatable just, you know, oh, I, it's, it's okay. Like there's a, there's a guy that wants to be with me and I'm okay with that for now, which is so sad, but so relatable at the same time. She's like, he could be my boyfriend. He could do this. And her roommate Fran. Love her. Fran's amazing. Fran is incredible. And she basically tells Annie, no. And Fran is a lesbian. She's a hairdresser and she runs kind of her hairdressing business out of their house. So she seems to be bringing a lot of girls around Mm -hmm. as well. And Fran is kind of her voice of reason Mm -hmm. during when, when Annie, you know, talks about how she thinks things could work out with Ryan and Fran's kind of her reality check tells her, really? Guy that makes you walk out the back door and hop over a fence? Really want that to be your boyfriend? Oh yeah, Fran hates Ryan and she does not hide it at all and I love it. Um, One thing that kind of uh, disappoints me about Annie and Fran's like relationship is uh, Fran is a wonderful character. She is a very has a very colorful personality. She's funny. I just love her, but I feel though that Annie just kind of dumps everything on her. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just this like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, lay all of my problems on you. And Fran tells her consistently, you know, like, why are you with this guy? And she even says in one episode, you know, like, oh, that's what I always wanted for you. Somebody that's good enough, you know, like she's trying so hard to help her friend out, but Annie really doesn't it's not that she's not listening, it's that she's settling in a way, but, you know, it kind of gets a little bit more complex as the episodes go on. Yeah. Um, I And Annie always is making excuses for Ryan, too. Um, when the major event that happens in the first episode is uh, well, when Annie and Ryan are in bed together, she they have unprotected sex, and she goes and purchases Plan B at the pharmacy the next day. And uh, come to find out, she actually gets pregnant. And apparently, um, I'm sure you nurses probably know this, Plan B is not as effective for uh, women over 175 pounds. Technically, I think it's 165, but Mm -hmm. in the show they say 175. And again, Annie is a bigger girl, so she is very shocked when she finds out she uh, thinks she's pregnant. She goes to take a pregnancy test, says it's positive, and she takes it up to the front desk of the pharmacy. Like, I think this is defective. I've been taking the morning after pill. <laughs> and the pharmacist is like, you know that it's like, an. Um, first of all, it's an emergency pill. It's not supposed to be birth control. It's not plan A. No. And two, it is not effective on people over the 175 pounds and so less effective yes um and so she kind of has a short little dilemma she decides to uh get an abortion and fran goes with her and annie you know is a little she holds back she's like maybe this is my chance to be a mother and fran's like no you know that seems so sad too because she's like you know i never thought you know that anyone would even want to have a baby with me and she's getting a little emotional and fran's like you're making me so sad like like there will be more chances to be a mom. This is not this is not your the opportunity that you should take. And so she has the abortion, and then she kind of like barges in on uh, in Ryan's house. And this this is really funny. His roommates are there. They have a podcast, funny enough, called Talking Traz. Yeah, and it is about Alcatraz, which like 
I love Alcatraz. I think it's super cool and, you know, interesting. But I just don't understand how you can have a podcast about it. Like, how much can you talk about? Right. But they're, like, arguing about, like, what they should even call it, like, (laughs) (laughs) which is funny. And she just kind of, like, barges in. She's like, oh, hey, I'm the girl that Ryan sleeps with. Can I talk to you? And he's just like, oh, shit, okay. And she takes him back into his room and she's like well I had an abortion by the way then you find out Ryan has like a 14 year old kid which he never mentions again right and I'm like wait how old is this guy I know and like um she kind of just has this like moment where she's like fuck you like Mm -hmm. I don't want to be with you like I I really thought about having this baby with you but I didn't want to trap you in a relationship with me like you obviously don't want that like I don't want this, you know, I deserve more than this. And so she breaks things off and leaves. And there's one thing we forgot about earlier in the episode. She is at like a coffee shop getting coffee before work. And she sees like, um, you know, on like the Bolton boards, they have, you know, advertisements. There's one for like a personal trainer. She takes a photo of it. Cause it's funny. <laughs> it's like a yoga instructor. That's like high kicking pizza or something. <laughs> And she's like, what the hell? And takes a photo of it. And then the gal's actually She just happens to be there. And, like, this part I found so frustrating. She kind of, like, just keeps, like, pressuring her. Like, she won't let her leave the the coffee shop and she keep and she says something along the lines of like you don't have to settle for this body you don't you could be so pretty and that just like ugh like I audibly was just like ugh, ugh. I, I hated that and she says there's a little person trapped inside you yeah just like how she talked to her is so awful and then like later on in the episode she's walking by maybe it's the same coffee shop and that trainer is there again. And she's like, hey, you, like, you never called me. And she's like, oh, you know, I thought about it. And, you know, I, I don't need it. It's it's fine. And uh, she keeps, like, pressuring her and, like, insults her again. And she, the girl turns to walk back into the coffee shop. And um, Annie just goes, fuck you, kind of under her breath. But the trainer hears her. And then she calls her a fat bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Okay, so, and, like, that was, like, she kind of just, like, brushes it off a little bit, you know? It was, you could tell it stung, but she is just kind of like, you know, not the yep. first time I've heard that, right. you know? So. Which is kind of a recurring theme, and I think a lot of women who have been overweight either their whole lives or in any point of their lives can relate mm-hmm. to that, having somebody call them out for being fat and just, you know, yeah, I am. Having to accept it. And you know what? It, it brings up a point that a big thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode was how let me let me start off just by saying, yes, we should be healthy. We should care about ourselves. We should take care of ourselves, mind, body. I, I don't discredit that at all or wanting to be, you know, wanting to lose weight or wanting to get a trainer. But it's people like that, you know, that have these opinions and say, oh, I'm, j- I'm concerned for your health with an overweight person, but then turn around and insult them like this trainer does to Annie to hear it in a show and like depict it in that way, like somebody pretending to care about your health was frustrating, but it was also kind of refreshing in a way to show it like just kind of put out there. It's super real. And I think people who haven't struggled with their weight or body image don't realize that that really happens, that people Mm -hmm. really do that. It's so true. 
and people maybe who have shamed others realize how uncomfortable a situation like that actually is as an outsider perspective. So that kind of ends the ends the episode. And um, in the next episode, Annie and Ryan kind of have this confrontation and he, you know, is upset that she kind of cut him off and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she says, I want you to take me on a date, a real date, because they've never been on a date and they've been, you know, hanging out mm-hmm. for six months. So uh, they end up going on a date to some sort of Italian restaurant. It kind of looked like, I'm trying to think of like a chain restaurant, like a, almost like an Applebee's probably. Yeah. I mean, just like a typical, you know, not very fancy eatery. Um, and it starts off nice, you know, they're just kind of like, hey, like what was the best part of your day? And they're having like a nice combo. They both dressed up, they look nice. And his roommates <laughs> show up, which, oh my God, made me so mad. They show up and she quickly realizes that well, this isn't a date. This was apparently just a dinner that you invited me to. And I have been <laughs> the roommate's like the friends of the one of the date people, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize that it was a date either. Oh no! Awkward. <laughs> um, and then they like get into this fight about their stupid podcast, and like it's like a physical fight. Like they're like shouting at each other, and they like stand up, and Annie is like mortified. The two roommates leave, and then um, she's just kind of sitting there, like, "Well, I feel like an idiot." Like, okay. And he, Ryan asked her, you know, are you still coming back to my place? And they go and uh, his roommates lock him out. Mm -hmm. So he has to go through the back like he makes her do all the time. And uh, we jumped a little bit ahead, but Annie actually does get her first article. Um, She, I think it might have been at the end of the first episode, she gets, somebody basically is unable to do the work and they basically put it on her. She doesn't really get awarded it, but she's super excited. She gets to do this, you know, this like restaurant review. Yeah. And it happens to be a strip club and they have a buffet. So she goes to the strip club when there's like nobody there and she ends up talking to these strippers and they're like super empowering and like super like nice to her. And one of them says, you know, I have a fat ass and big titties. I get to tell the guys what to do. (laughs) And so she uses that line against Ryan because they're, you know, in bed together later at night. And he's like, you know, are we going to have sex? And she's like, no, I I don't think we are. Like I get to decide what we do and I just kind of want to hang out and be together yeah maybe we'll we'll smooch but they she wants to like cuddle mm-hmm. and talk and that's all they do and he like agrees to it I think because she's never asked for anything you know she talks about how she thinks maybe Ryan could be her boyfriend maybe mm-hmm. he could do this he asks her to do things or tells her to do things like how to leave and when to come over she never tells him what she wants mm-hmm. or what they are going to do. So it's, uh, I think, like the first moment for Annie, at least in her personal life, that she has some empowerment and doesn't oh yeah, kind of shrug everything off and say, okay, you know, she's not that little mousy girl. Right. And when she brings the article to her job, her boss is like really just hates it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't even really talk about the food. What's all this about? You know, like 
female empowerment and like just ugh, you know eye roll and yeah. it ends up getting published anyway at the end of the episode uh fran is actually getting dumped by her girlfriend because they threw a party because they were so excited she got this first article and fran and her girlfriend when they were really drunk decided they were going to cut the girlfriend's hair and the <laughs> girlfriend was pissed and so they're like fighting and annie kind of like interrupts it like my article is published so excited and it gets tons of positive feedback and even like Gabe's like receptionist or assistant who's like this really kind of bitchy girl um compliments her and she's like you go girl she's like you go girl can I borrow twenty (laughs) dollars um but then she finds uh at the end of the episode she starts getting these really mean comments from this troll by the name of the awesome just really heinous things and that's kind of the beginning of of that and that kind of carries through the the rest of the show episode three fran's brother lamar comes to visit lamar is wonderful and he's he's, super handsome he is and you can kind of tell from the beginning that he and annie have like a pretty close friendship not just you know oh you're my you know my best friend and my roommate's brother like they're friends i'm assuming they all went to college together yeah high school they talk about uh, something that happened in 10th grade and 11th grade or something like that they they talk about that so they have a really close connection I thought that off the bat Fran would be more jealous or Mm -hmm. act a little bit weirder but um yeah Lamar and Annie are really close and having them all together is really fun it is and uh back to work at the at the newspaper uh Gabe is throwing an art show for his husband Mm -hmm. and he says, you know, everybody, you know, invite whoever you want, invite your husband's wives, whatever, just invite, you know, invite a a plus one. And so Annie's like, oh, you know, this is, you know, a perfect opportunity to invite Ryan out. You know, we're dating now. And so she invites him and he's like, oh yeah, I'll go. Um, Later on, Annie, Fran and Lamar go to Annie's parents' house. And we haven't really had a chance to talk about Annie's parents yet um but they're pretty big characters too so her father has some sort of cancer Mm -hmm. but he's a musician and he is so supportive of her it's wonderful they have a really close relationship he's really awesome her mom is a little she kind of she controls everybody Mm -hmm. in her life she just feels the need to kind of you know you know she controls her husband's diet and you know is constantly texting him to make sure he's taking his pills or going to his meetings or there's even a scene where she's he goes to like a group meeting and she tells him to bring a sweater because it's cold and um she's very overbearing yes and it's become it becomes evident that she has always been that way towards Andy and I think Andy's an only child that's Mm -hmm. kind of the impression that I got and Vera, her mom, definitely makes a point about Annie's weight. She mentioned something about almonds, and Annie says, oh, yeah, sometimes when I eat six almonds, I feel like I've had 12 almonds. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And, um, yeah, they all go they all go over to Annie's parents' house. Mm-hmm. And have dinner, and... 
there's not a lot that happens at the dinner, but um, they kind of embarrass Annie. Like, oh, I wish, you know, Annie played the field like Fran does. And she talks about how she, she's like, I actually do have a boyfriend. His name's Ryan. And they embarrass her with this story of this guy that she liked in high school that, like, lived down the street or something. And how they would spend hours on the phone. And he would talk about all these girls that he liked but didn't like her. And, again, relatable. <laughs> um, but, uh yeah, so there's uh, definitely some tension between Annie and her mom. There's a lot of scenes throughout the show where they kind of butt heads a little bit. And you, not obviously in the same way of this of uh, the trainer in the first episode, but um, her mom, you know, she means well. She cares. She wants her daughter to be healthy, but I think at the same time she doesn't realize that she's hurting her at the same time and feels like she's not accepting her daughter just for who she is and her mom kind of makes it known that she thinks well Annie if you just lose weight and you got skinnier all of your problems would go away you would find a man you could get you know you would advance at work better and Mm -hmm. she puts all of the the root of the issue on Annie's weight Mm -hmm. and it kind of comes to a a big a big moment later on but the art show comes up. Annie shows up looking. Oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned this yet. Her wardrobe in this show is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love her clothes. She looks so cute all the time. She shows up in this beautiful dress. It's like fun, colorful, like sequin yeah. dress. Um, the handbags that she carries in the show is the same one that I have. Really? From Madewell, <laughs> by the way. Um, but she shows up and Ryan never comes. She's, like, texting him, like, where are you? And she's, like, obviously embarrassed because everyone else is there with their significant other. And her work friend, Amadi, brings his wife. And um, she kind of, like, talks to her, like, you just need to go, like, have sex with somebody else. Like, this guy doesn't care about you. Like, obviously, she was a little drunk. um, But she kind of gives her this little push to, like, hey, you know, like, screw this guy. Like, not literally, but, you know, screw this Ryan guy. He doesn't care about you. So Annie goes to Ryan's house to kind of see what's up, and they're throwing a party. And a stupid oh party. Oh, my God. It is so dumb. So they do this thing called, like, pencil fighting, which is literally just using a pencil to break somebody else's pencil. It's so stupid. And he, she finds out that he's also kind of seeing this other girl. He says, you know, she's in the rotation, which is a horrible thing to say. And just, like, he's oh, like, my God. He's like, well... She's in the rotation. I never said this was exclusive. So she's obviously upset. She leaves, goes home. The next day, um, they're at like brunch or something. And Lamar and Fran are both like, screw this guy. Like, why? No, like you deserve better. Like he's an asshole. And he's texting her like, hey, you know, like I'm so sorry about last night. Can we meet up? And she's like, I I think I, you know, just need to have a conversation with him. And Fran is just like visibly annoyed. She decides to not go. And she sees this like other fat woman, like she's like walking across the street and she like doesn't even look for the car. She has this confidence in her walk and she just is like so just confident in herself and Annie is kind of like inspired by that and I Mm -hmm. think she's just kind of like you know what no I'm not gonna go over to Ryan's and she goes back to her apartment yeah this is when Fran's not there and um she and Lamar hook up 
they mm-hmm. kind of are, you know, having, you know, reminiscing well, on Yeah, they're reminiscing past. on a playlist. Some, I can't remember like, the name of oh the God, playlist. Like, some, like, hookup playlist. Lamar's Smash playlist yeah. or something <laughs> funny like that. And Lamar ends up uh, disclosing that he has had a crush on Annie for so long. And he's like, I told Fran hoping that she would tell you but she obviously never told you mm-hmm. and then they yeah they end up hooking up and they have sex and she gets her revenge per se mm-hmm. you know how everyone was telling her like screw this other guy you know um Amadi's wife says you need to have sex with somebody else and she does it um and I thought Fran would be mad no, she was like, we're this close, but this much closer, closer to being, being sisters. sisters. It was I so was like, cute. yes. Yeah, it was so sweet. I actually really liked that part. But. The next episode is definitely my favorite in the whole season. It's called Pool. And I think in the third episode, um, Annie gets an email to add something to the calendar. It's like a fat babe, like pool party, like a very body positive party. Um, and she reaches out to uh, her boss like, hey, like I think – you know, I got asked to add it to the calendar, but I think this can make a good story. And he's like very dismissive, like, no, absolutely not. She was going to go anyway. And Imani actually even says, he's like, hey, you have a login to the website. You can just like post an article. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, don't you think Gabe would be mad? And he's like, he could be, but you know, look at how well your last article did. Yeah, it was, number, so, it was number one on their board for clicks on, mm-hmm. on the articles. So... She goes with Fran. Mm-hmm. She shows up wearing like a a button-up, like short-sleeve button-up shirt and jeans. And Fran shows up wearing a swimsuit. She, And it's basically, if you can imagine, a bunch of plus-size women in bathing suits with like beach balls, inflatables, drinks, music in a pool, just like partying. And having fun. And everyone is so just like comfortable and nobody is like hiding themselves. They're very comfortable in their own skin. And Annie's like super not used to that. And she has to basically like be like pulled into this little dance group. Um, She's very hesitant at first. And there's even like a flashback in the beginning of the episode where she was a kid and they were on vacation and they were all going to the pool and she didn't want to go. Um, she obviously has had, you know, body issues for a long time and she's surrounded by all these body positive people and she's still just very like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here as a journalist. I don't want to, you know, get sunburn or whatever, just making excuses. And she finally decides to dance and it's a wonderful scene of her just like letting loose and having fun. And then she goes swimming in the pool and she's just so happy and Unfortunately, this happens to be the exact same day as a work event, and she realizes she's like two hours late. It's actually like a healthy activity that um, Gabe is trying to basically to get costs down on health insurance um, to have basically a health activity like once a month for all of their employees. Mm -hmm. She's late. She's like, ah, shit. And so she like shows up two hours late, and she has a confrontation um, with uh, her boss about it. And he says, uh, lazy bodies, lazy minds, kind of like under his breath. And she is like, was that directed at me? And he just kind of makes this like comment about how, you know, there's like a sloppiness and like a laziness, you know, I don't want to embarrass you, but just like calling her out, not in front of everybody, but just like insulting her about, um, how, you know, she should care more about her health and she should care more about, you know, 
you know, you have to do things you don't want to do at work. And she just decided she, that wasn't important to her. And, um, she goes home and just kind of has like this big monologue in front of Fran and this girl that she met at the party, just basically like, I've been dealing with this my whole life. You think that I don't know, you know, that people think that I'm just like a lazy piece of shit. Like I don't care about myself. Like I've had this ingrained in my, you know, my mind since I was a kid. My mom used to tell me to eat like a bowl of special K instead of having dinner with the rest of the family. And maybe I'd be thinner. And no, maybe... that, that made me so sad. It made me sad too. It was so heartbreaking. And she, you know, is inspired by all of this to write that article on the party. And she posts it and doesn't even think about it. And it's called Hello, I'm Fat. And it's, I wish we could have read it. You know? I know. Like you don't get to see any part of it, but... Another thing that happened in the episode is Ryan like confronts her at work. She obviously never showed up to his house and he's like really upset about her hooking up with somebody because she like she's like I just want to let you know I did hook up with somebody else. He's like really upset about it which is so frustrating because it's like why you were hooking up with somebody else too like why are you so mad she has to tell him that he's like oh I didn't realize I did that this sucks and she's like no shit (laughs) so he's so stupid oh my god I hate him so much. So she she posts this article, mm-hmm. and the next day, it has 19,000 clicks. Tons of hits, tons of comments, lots of positive comments with uh, some troll comments peppered mm-hmm. in. Yep. And um, so she, she writes this article. It's obviously well-received, kind of like the last article. And but Gabe is pissed. Super pissed. And she posted this like unauthorized i don't know if we mentioned that yeah um so she got on and just posted it on the the thorns website and gabe is so upset that he ends up writing a rebuttal article Mm -hmm. called hello i'm healthy it's awful she ends up going back to work um the next day she's like well i just feel the way that you you know, you talk about the establishment, how they're a bunch of slobs and, you know, Cheeto on their fingers or whatever. Like, you're, you know, talking about fat people and I don't like the way that you talk about them. And, yeah, she, she says, you know, this is obviously directly aimed at me and she kind of wants him to admit the fact that, yeah, he's talking about fat people and her specifically and he really won't. Mm-hmm. He really won't come out and say it. Yeah. She gets pissed. And she decides to quit. Yeah. And he goes, I'll give you one more chance to take that back. She says, nope. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, find my troll because the yes. awesome keeps commenting all of these things on her post. And, they and have- he, he ends up getting like personal, like saying like her dad like got cancer on purpose. So that he could die and not have to Ugh. be around and her. People say shit like that. Like it's so awful. Yeah. Like- if, if you've ever been on any uh, Facebook group, especially some of these travel nurse ones, you uh, know these keyboard warriors, these people who will go on and they'll troll on uh, anything Mm. or any post any article on facebook or anywhere just to be mean and say awful things just to be mean but this one is particularly uh targeted and it goes uh real world or i think that's what they maybe call it goes real world and goes after personal details Mm -hmm. and she storms out with her friend to go find this troll because they have somebody in the it department who can track down the ip Mm -hmm. address and figure out 
this person, this user, and where they are, uh, their IP address is coming from. The IT gal sends her the address to the troll. And she's like, okay, so she like, I'm assuming walks all the way there because she has no way of getting there. Um, and if you know who Beck Bennett is, he's also on SNL. He happens to be the troll. He lives in this like beautiful home. Yeah, with a really nice big like GMC yeah. SUV out front. This designer home and it's just it's hilarious she goes up and knocks on the door and confronts him and he pretends at first that he doesn't know what she's talking about you know she says I know you've been commenting on my posts Mm -hmm. the awesome calling me a fat pig oink oink all of these things and then he kind of softens up and kind of defends himself and then she realizes yeah you are. You are the one that's going after me that's commenting all these things. And asks him, why Why is it that you're doing all this? Why are you doing all of this? And he says, you know, all that stuff that you write that I think he says feminine bullshit, feminist bullshit, you know, it makes me so angry, but the way that you write is so confident, even though you're writing about stuff that makes you insecure. You're talking about your insecurities. And it's such a weird exchange because she, you know, he talks about it, the comments that he says, you know, you're so fat, oink, oink, like P- your dad wants to die to get away from you. She's, she's like, oh yeah, is that what you say on all the, all the posts, all the girls posts that you troll? And he's like, no, I only troll you. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's and so then funny. he asked her in for a drink, and I was, like, so pissed because I thought she was going to say yes. I thought so, too. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> and she just goes, no, F's, you are crazy. There's something wrong with you. And then he starts insulting her again, which, again, if you've dealt with, like, people like this, like trolls who will, you know, insult you and then try to, like, compliment you in a way and then when you turn them down they they just write back right back insulting and so she decides to throw a cement block through his car window and then she runs away and that's kind of how the show ends so it ends kind of abruptly um again only six episodes long and i'm really hoping there's a season two because there's so much more that needs to be explored there's a lot of uh conflicts that haven't been resolved there's a lot of you know, characters I want to learn more from and more about that we didn't get a chance to to learn about. But uh, overall, I, I did really love this show. There are quite a few things that I did love about it. Um, the cast is super diverse. Um, many people of color and even different nationalities, Fran and Lamar, are uh, English, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Um, and, you know, being in Portland, uh, you would have a, a pretty diverse cast, I would think. Um, and I loved just the body positive messaging throughout, um, which again was especially evident in the pool episode. You know, again, I feel like we've all been there, especially, you know, at a pool, you know, we're in a, you know, we're in a swimsuit, we're uncomfortable and we don't want to, you know, just be confident in ourselves again, no matter what your size is, we've all felt that way. Mm-hmm. And I thought just like that confidence and her, just the, the music that was in that scene and her dancing and swimming and just being confident in herself was so empowering. I loved that. And I love that theme throughout this whole show. Um, it was kind of emotional, honestly. I but- love the fact too, that A.D. Bryant is confident enough in herself as a real life person to do these things to, you know, take off your, her, 
her shirt and her jeans and strip down to her swimsuit and swim in the pool. And it's like this very close-up scene of her just swimming underwater. There are scenes with her with just her bra on. There are scenes with her mm-hmm. where she takes her bra off and it's just like her her back and like her with underwear on that is not um, something that, you know, in, in a lot of films or movies you'll see – women of you know a smaller size zero two and four um naked or in swimsuits like it's no big deal but for her to to go out and do this and be so exposed yeah and be so exposed it's really different it's not something that you see on on tv or movies in a way that's portrayed as being positive rather than a humiliating scene right i loved that um i also love the supporting characters Um, Again, I love Fran. Um, Her parents were great. Her mom, you know, she means well, but I would love to see more from Vera because she kind of has a moment towards the end where she realizes, you know, why she does the things that she does. I'd love to learn more from her. Um, And the characters are flawed, you know, and I love a show that, you know, shows real people, not even just what they look like, but just how they act. You know, nobody in the show was perfect. Everybody was flawed in one way or another. And I, I really appreciated that, you know, realistic characters. And the writing is very sharp and it's very funny. Like we said in the beginning, it's very relatable for millennials, you know, people our age or just, you know, people in general, you know, there's a lot of themes we can all relate to. What I did not love is I hated Ryan, and I hated that Andy kept going back to Ryan. He's horrible. And again, I know we've all had a Ryan in our lives, but like, man, just like move on from Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him anymore. Like, he'll obviously show up in the second season if, yeah. if there is one, but I hate him so much. I wish you'd just like be with Lamar or somebody, or just, you know, be alone. You don't have to be with somebody. Yeah, I think, um, I know I've definitely experienced it where you feel so insecure and there's one person that actually chooses to spend like the littlest amount of time with you and produce or put forth absolute minimal effort and you are just like anybody 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 I'll take it Mm -hmm. whatever it is even if they treat me like garbage it's somebody yeah it's somebody that is you know spending a little bit of time with me and so she holds on to that and mm-hmm. she it's hard to let go of it's frustrating to watch but it's also like you know I'm like we've you been can, there you can get Lamar you can get anybody home girl mm-hmm. I wanted her to move on but um Annie I thought you know again I loved her character but she was very selfish with her parents with her friends with with everybody and I felt that you know that was probably the point you know mm-hmm. she's learning to be a better person, learning to love herself and to, you know, love the people in her life. And um, so I'm hoping we get to see more character progression in season two, if there is one. Um, I also thought that, you know, six episodes was not enough. So much happens in these six episodes that there's stuff I didn't even talk about. And we obviously spent a lot of time talking about the plot of the show. Um, I was definitely left, I definitely left wanting more Um, And I'd be really disappointed if there is no follow-up, if there is no season two, because it leaves a lot of questions and, you know, open doors to, to new, you know, storylines that we could delve into. And it's, yeah, it's just a lot to unpack in only six episodes. Yeah. And you, now that you, for me, I've seen Annie change so much from the first episode to the last episode where she is 
going so far as to, you know, quit her job and stand up to this troll. Whereas, you know, in the first episode, she will even let this guy that she's sleeping with make her walk out the back door. She's changed so much. So Mm -hmm. I want to see that change continue and see what else she she faces and what else she's going to do on her on her uh her journey and uh to self-love and i want to see some more maybe side storylines with other characters yeah in the show to to kind of show that annie can be a good person to, yeah. like a good friend and a good daughter too because it's definitely all about her 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 yeah as uh i mean she's the main character so it is going to be about her but you want to see her struggle a little bit more and or her friends struggle a little bit more and her kind of be there for them too yeah yeah for sure well let's get into our reviews of this show for me i'm gonna have to give this um probably a four out of five um i almost wanted to say like a 3.75 but i feel (laughs) like that's kind of just like pushing it just a four out of five Um, again you know I thought the writing is great I thought that the characters were great I the music in the show is great that how it's shot is beautiful Um, it's a very relatable story and it's just again you know the theme of body positivity is is so strong in this it's really refreshing to see because again you don't like we were talking about this before we even started I don't really know many other shows about like like fat women that are portrayed so positively um, as far as flaws, definitely really short. I feel like there should be more. Um, definitely some frustrating moments in the show, but again, that's life. You know, nobody's perfect. But um, but yeah, that would be my rating, and I certainly hope that there's more down the road. Definitely. I am going to have to give this show a three out of five. I really liked the storyline and the idea behind it all. I mentioned this to Jamie because I was the one who, find, who found the show. The word shrill is reserved only for women mm-hmm. and obviously as an insult. And I think um, Annie kind of portrays a shrill character in a way, yeah. if you will. You know, she's very... Um, towards the end, she gets a little more explosive and she complains, which I, I like that. Um, I hate Ryan and I really um, wish or I hope that there's a second season so you can see some more changes in Ryan to see him grow up and kind of give an example to women as what a quality relationship would be. Yeah. Um, as you are, you know, if you are going from this person who is maybe super insecure about your body and you're accepting your body, you don't have to accept all of the other shit that you did before, whether it be a shitty relationship, uh, a bad, terrible job, you know, you don't deserve all the rest of these things. Um, I loved the music. I actually shazammed a bunch of the songs that they were (laughs) playing in there because I really liked the music. And, um, I hope that the next season that there is one and that they do several more episodes and um, I'd love to see her continue kind of on this path of um, publishing, writing articles and stuff and um, kind of reaching, I like the storyline of her reaching a larger audience with 
with her message. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to see, you know, maybe she'll just kind of do her own thing. And this is actually based on a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows what, you know, the book has that's different. Maybe she goes on to, you know, have her own, you know, online journal where she talks about these topics. Because, again, she already has a following. She has people who are listening to her and, you know, like what she has to say. So that'd be cool to see kind of how her career progresses. Maybe the troll makes another appearance. Oh, maybe <laughs> maybe the, maybe he has something to do with awesome. in, the, in the second season. Maybe he plays a bigger role. We'll have to see. Um, and definitely we will um, we will watch it if it comes out. It probably wouldn't be for a while. But uh, – but yeah, that's that's shrill. I definitely recommend you guys watch it. Um, I know we have a lot of female travelers and a lot of female listeners. Uh, I think you should give it a try. And uh, again, really easy to get through. So definitely give it a watch. And if you like it, let us know. If you don't, that's okay too. Let mm-hmm. us know. Um, we definitely want your feedback. And as always, if you guys have any ideas, please let us know. We are uh, trying to do more shows rather than movies and like new stuff stuff that yeah. comes out that is that is big we definitely we're we're planning on seeing the new jordan peele movie us when that comes out so look out for that review yeah when, when it this, comes out when this drops this episode drops um it will be the day after the movie comes out so we're yes. excited to see that and we would love to send a lucky listener to see the film us as well obviously it's a highly anticipated movie if you haven't seen get out it is from the same writer and producer and this is truly going to be a horror movie and jamie and i are both big fans of horror and um themes like this Rich is probably going to make a, yes. <laughs> make an appearance on this because we have very different opinions on horror movies than yes. Rich does. It'll so, be fun. It'll be entertaining for sure. So um, we will be sending somebody to the film as well. So stay tuned for more details on that. And um, as always, like Jamie said, if you have any suggestions, um, please send them our way. We love to review more things that people like to watch. And yeah. Um, give our opinions on them as well yeah we want to make sure that you guys are watching what we watch too or you know if you have a show that you really like that you want us to talk about please just let us know but as always have a great day we will see you next time and thanks for listening bye